A blessed evening out there. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Tonight, we are continuing in our lecture. This is Zadok Kingdom Academy. Kingdom Academy. Zadok Kingdom Academy. Where we have been looking at the issues regarding the prophetic. We've been looking at what the prophetic office is, what the prophetic ministry is, what the prophetic gift is, and of course, how do we develop the prophetic spirit. That is the core of all of the things that we are looking into as we build uh, the spiritual philosophy, amen, that will allow us to enter and function effectively within that which is called, amen, the kingdom culture. All of the things that we are talking about, amen, is speaking to the issues of developing, amen, our spiritual identity, working in the reality of God's counsel and purposes for our life, excuse me, and being able to function within the scope, amen, of uh, uh, the the Christ spirit, if you will, the Christ life. I'm excited uh, this evening because I believe once again, the Lord is going to, amen, uh, uh, add another building blocks to the things that we are looking into. If you're joining me tonight, I want to welcome you once again uh, uh, to this class, to this school, whatever you want to call it. But we are teaching, we are building, we're empowering, and we hope, amen, to continue to, amen, resource the body of Christ until we come off age, until we'll come to that point of maturity. God bless you. Thank you, everyone. If you're joining us tonight, really appreciate it. Uh, a very good evening, uh, my dear brother uh, Desmond. God bless you. Thank you for connecting once again. We believe God for great things tonight. Amen. Uh, let us pray before we go into some of the things that we have, amen, that uh, we're going to be looking into. Once again, Father, we honor you. We praise you. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord, that uh, you are building us. You are equipping your church. Yes, uh, the ecclesia once again is gathering in this place where you are, yes, training, you are equipping, you are building, you are informing, you are transforming, you are setting the people aside that will ref reflect and represent your intention. You are showing us what it is and what it means to be, yes, a church, a people called out to reflect, to manifest, to represent your intention. Even in times where we are seeing all kinds of uh, abuse and misrepresentation of the things of your spirit. But we thank you, Lord, that you have granted us uh, the grace, the wisdom. You've sanded us, yes, once again with the mandate to effectively teach, to train, to equip, to build, and to represent your intention. And so, Father, we thank you for the ministry called the Potter's Gate that, yes, will continue to speak at the gate, will continue to, yes, shape and bring forth a people, oh God, who will magnify and represent your intention even in times like this. We thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Once again, everybody, welcome to, amen, Zadok Kingdom uh, Academy. This is a point and place where we are restoring all things. We are shaping the sphere. Amen. We are equipping the saints. We are building. Amen. That which the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. As empowered and as committed into our hands. Amen. We know uh, like I mean you will agree with me that 
the church for a long time all right has been misrepresented the church has been defined to be so many things that that contradicts amen the revelation the reality of god's counsel and therefore if we are going to amen once again see the restoration see amen the the body of christ aligned back to our ordained prophetic amen mandate we have to systematically amen rebuild that which has been destroyed we have to amen bring a people back to the desired counsels of god and of course to do that we have to know what the counsel of god is and means amen and we have to declare that amen without any ambition without any gainsay without any reservation without any apology and this is what amen zadok amen kingdom academy represents this is a school amen that if you set your heart if you set your heart to listen and to respond to the things that we are talking about you will be built you will be equipped amen because i do not have any other agenda i'm not seeking to build anything amen rather than amen that which is called the ecclesia amen i'm not seeking to make money i'm not seeking to be known i'm not seeking to be popular i've got a desire i've got a drive i want to see amen the intentions of god the counsels of god friends there are people amen in the earth called the ecclesia amen whose desire is to see that the will of god the counsels of god amen become manifest in their time and i'm one of those people so if you have any doubt if you're thinking of maybe there's something behind no no i don't have anything for years people have thought okay maybe there must be something there must be a reason why this man is doing the things he's doing many of the materials that we have written books and you know manuals we've given them all out for free and people have called me all kinds of names and say all kinds of things but they do not understand what is driving me what is driving me that you will sit for eight hours non-stop you're writing you're putting things together because there's a zeal hallelujah that i'm working with there's a there's an anointing there's a mandate that god amen has placed upon my life that even if i don't want to prophesy i cannot but amen even if i don't want to do this thing i cannot but amen it was paul who placed a curse upon himself he said curse be me if i do not preach the gospel of the kingdom so that is where amen i found myself and i thank god that there are people that god is beginning to touch their heart and they're looking unto us amen they're looking at us with mercy and say i want to be a blessing to you and if you're one of those tonight well god bless you we will appreciate amen your gift and your and your your input into this ministry because this ministry solely depend on the well wish of people but tonight i'm not here to talk about that i want us to further look into the mind of god into the heart of god maybe to go back and do some recap amen there are certain things that we've been talking about we have been looking into amen in in terms of what the prophetic ministry is all about i know this is a ministry that is so so uh, uh you know it's so confusing to many yet we, we we've made it a bit challenging and difficult for us because uh, uh um you know we we we, be, we have we, we have embraced the concept of misrepresentation i've tried as much as possible to break down amen what the prophetic is what the prophetic office is what the prophetic gift means amen what the prophetic uh, uh, spirit is all about and 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 you know uh, by the grace of god i will continue to do that because i believe if we understand amen the, the differences and how to combine amen all of this you know a, a system spiritual system it will enhance it will enable 
us to function, amen, within our, you know, our, our calling, within the scope of our calling, amen. Like we have said, the prophetic office is a calling. There are those that are called into this office, into this ministry. But before I even go into all of this, let, let, let's just do one or two, uh, uh, um, let's lay you know establish one or two points all right that you know uh, represent what we are doing all right we say we are raising amen a kingdom centered we're raising we're raising amen a christ-centered kingdom driven priesthood order that will that will remain faithful in all of god's house and amen heaven's prophetic objective for this generation so you you begin to understand our heart you begin to understand all right why we're doing what we're doing all right uh, uh, it's important that we we put out the objective that everybody understand what we're doing what we represent okay so let me read that again all right we are raising a christ center so the essence the purpose amen of this school amen which of course is supposed to sharpen is supposed to build edify equip amen if you're a prophet amen and if you are just being steered you know in the prophetic you know uh, giftings all right you can you can be a prophet Amen. You can have a prophetic gift, amen, and not necessarily be called into the office of a prophet, amen. And more so, everyone that has given their life to Jesus Christ, amen, ought to be prophetic, amen, by nature, ought to be prophetic by default, amen. Yes, it's just like you're born into a home, into a family, you carry the nature, you carry the persona, you carry the identity, amen, of that, amen, family. You understand? Yes. It, it doesn't make you, I mean, my son looks like me, might even talk like me, might have my future, but doesn't mean that my son is me, right? I'm different, you know? In a, in, a, in a household, you've got the father, you've got the mother, you've got children, you've got uncles, you've got all of that. Everybody has their own, amen, different unique identity, yet they're all connected to one tree to one family you understand and this is something that i believe amen we need to look into because i really want to focus more on what is defined as amen the prophetic the you know uh, the prophetic spirit you understand uh, and that will lead us back to genesis when god said let us create let us make man in our own image you begin to ask yourself what are the instruments what are the materials amen that god used in making man in shaping man because everything that god used amen in shaping and informing man by design amen is prophetic why because amen those 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 material amen carries an objective you see, it, it, it reflects, you know, something in the mind of God that God wants to see, amen, manifest. God wants man to manifest, amen, in reflecting of his character, his, his nature. And this is why, amen, I differ with so many people who say, well, because man was made in the image of God, therefore, you know, man himself is God. I, 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 I differ, amen, from that opinion. I understand that there are powers authority that has that has been given to us there are dimensions of realities of life amen in realms that we can walk into for the mere fact that amen god breath into man but to them begin to say that man is god amen that's a different thing that you know i i, I hope that you know we will we will begin to understand even as the things of god continue to amen be revealed to us but that's not my point to you know tonight i want us to continue to understand understand amen that you know but but the virtue of our salvation by the virtue of our redemption amen we have been born into a prophetic family 
We have been born into a prophetic environment. We have been born, hallelujah, into a prophetic sphere, into a prophetic, you know, realm. In fact, the very thing that defines, amen, our, our life, amen, the, the nature of our spirit is prophetic. Now, what is prophetic? We've, we've been talking about, we've been defining it, all right, and uh, there are so many definitions and so many, you know, explanations and objective to, to the idea of the prophetic. And by the time we get to, you know, other points of, you know, the PowerPoint, you're going to be seeing that this thing is, is so wide. But let's continue, amen, to define and to understand. I mean, as long as we exist as, as the ecclesia, amen, uh, we will continue to define ourselves. All right. Nobody can, you know, say that they fully understand, amen, the ecclesia, that they fully understand the church. Nobody can say that. We know in part and therefore we prophesy in part, amen. The same goes with our understanding and definition of the prophetic because the prophetic lies within the very heart of God. The, the prophetic is the expression of the heart of God, amen. And who, 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 who knows, amen. Who can we say have a full knowledge of the heart of God? I mean, if the scripture says that eternity, amen, is embedded within the heart of man, how much more God, the creator. So we know in part and therefore we prophesy in part, amen. By God's grace, I've been in the prophetic, amen, ministry for the past, you know, 25, you know, 28 years. Let, let, let me, you know, let, let me put it that way. You understand? But of course, uh, there's so many things that the spirit of the Lord has revealed and he, and he has continued to reveal. Even the things that you thought you know about the prophetic. Amen. By the time, amen, they open another chapter, you realize and say, wow, oh, I, I never saw it from that angle. Yes, because the things of God, amen, grows, they develop. So even in the in the material, in the things that we have taught, in the things that you know we have spoken about, even in the teachings that I have done in the past regarding the prophetic, some of the things that I'm talking about now, amen, have become an addition. I've seen amen, a deeper understanding, I've seen a deeper revelation, I've seen a deeper expression, I've seen amen, a more broadened, clearer understanding of the will of God, of the heart of God. But one thing I need to quickly, you know, highlight. I know I'm taking us back to, you know, uh, some of the things that we've already talked about. And it's for a reason because, you know, for a while we have not, you know, uh, uh, you know, been running the school for several reasons. All right. So basically what I'm doing tonight is a kind of a recap, but we will build on. We will build on. Very soon we're going to build on. Let me just quickly highlight this point that has been ringing in my spirit since yesterday. You know, the the, the, the heart of the prof, the, the okay, let's put it this way. The heart of the ministry of the prophet and the prophetic giftings all right it's not just about to it's not about foretelling <clears throat> excuse me it's not about being able to identify what is coming that's important but that's not it amen it's important that I've, i said this when we begin amen this study you know the, i think the very first week we began I, I began to explain this all right that what 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 the what the spirit of the prophetic is is concerned about amen is is being able to reflect christ 
all that Christ represents by design and by default is prophetic. All right, and one of the things that defines or represents Christ is the ability to know what to do with the revelation or with the information that has been given to us, and that we will see in relating to the ministry of the sons of Issachar. The sons of Issachar did not just amen, no, did not just know what is coming. They didn't, they didn't just know the times and the season. They were not just able to read the times and the season. The Bible says they, 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 they were able, amen, to teach their, their, their brethren, amen, in regards to what, amen, to do of what has been revealed. So to me, my concern is what has been revealed to us, amen, yes, is, is important, but what we do, because that is what really matters to the church, what we are able to do, what we can carry out amen how we are able to put into operation the things that have been revealed to us i mean if 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 god is revealing something to us that in the next five ten years xyz is going to happen and we all pick that prophetic word guess what many many of us in the church we get excited hey a prophetic word has gone forth but you see that is just one part I know I'm ahead of myself, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna come back to certain things that I really want to speak speak about tonight because it's important that we continue to you know define the heart, the ministry, the function, amen, and the and the if you will the harrow head of the prophetic. The harrow head of the prophetic is not just about to be able to see. That is important. That is the beginning point. That is the entry point, amen. But to be able to know, amen, to be able to know what to do with what has been revealed to you. That's why you will always see, amen, in the sevenfold spirit of God, when they talk about, amen, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, amen. You will notice that the, the spirit of counsel is there, the spirit of wisdom is there, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of, you know, uh, 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 understanding is there. All of that is to help us, is to position us in a position, in a way that we're able to take action. That we're able, hallelujah, to take action. We know how to respond to life, how to respond to issue. So we can go to church, we can go to prophetic school, we can go to all of these places and have all the, if you will, the knowledge and get excited, amen, because you, you got a prophetic word. You see, getting a prophetic word is, is, is good, but that is just, you know, a little part in the fulfillment. You've got to come to the point where, amen, you connect with the heart of God relating to what has been revealed now that's where many people amen goofed i'm sorry to say that's where many of us make mistakes because we don't know what to do with what has been given to us or what has been revealed uh, the prophet comes and professor he gives you a prophetic word but the prophet has not armed you has not built your spirit has not told you that there is something within your spirit that must agree with what has been said amen but beyond the agreement there is a point where you have to begin to know how to put amen wisdom or if you will agree with wisdom so that amen god then can begin to build you or build his house in you so that the things that have been prophesied amen will have a room amen to be birthed i mean the prof the, you know the prophecy about jesus christ's birth was given thousands of years now guess what the bible says there was no room it's like nobody 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 thought of hey someday this man is gonna be born there was no room for that which has been prophesied, amen, to, to alight. And the Bible says, amen, uh, a place in the manger was found for him. 
you know it, it, that that to me that is very important all right i know i'm off my off my you know my powerpoint but i'm just speaking amen as the spirit of god amen steers my heart there has to be a people who are preparing this is that that has been prophesied we have to come to the point to that understanding that we are able to prepare make room for him that's why amen later on we're gonna be not today we're gonna be looking at amen john the baptist amen as an as as a definer as an as an objective amen as a reflector amen of of a true prophetic ministry you understand the bible says it was the voice of one crying in the wilderness but he wasn't just crying the bible says amen he was actually doing what preparing the way he was preparing the way that preparation that way preparation is where the work is so welcome if you're joining us tonight all right i'm just doing a recap of some of the things that we have talked about before all right so we say we are raising a kingdom centered we are raising a christ-centered kingdom driven amen priesthood so uh, uh like i always say we cannot even begin to talk about the prophetic if we have not understood the priesthood uh our prophetic life prophetic character prophetic nature prophetic uh if you will ideology must be born from a priesthood and we understand amen that no man take this honor upon himself except he that is called we must be called amen into a priesthood in order to be able amen to begin to function within the the areas of our of our assignment remember that everyone is called to be a priest but within our priesthood comes amen our you know ministry everybody that is born of god is they're all called to be a priest it's our priesthood that mature us into amen our various so when you find you know people who want to run with a prophetic gift or who admire if you will who lost after amen a prophetic gift or even a prophetic office but they don't have a priesthood standing they don't have a standing before the father amen when you look at them you will you will know a a, a person a man of god or a believer amen that's got a priest a priesthood standing you see, when you have a priesthood standing, uh, uh, it, it becomes easy, amen, for your ministry, amen, to show forth because your priesthood is the womb, amen, that revealed the birth forth, hallelujah. Yes, your ministry. You don't have a ministry un until first you identify your priesthood. Your priesthood, amen, is, is the womb. You see, your ministry is not your priesthood. Your priesthood is, is your relationship first to God. Hallelujah. Is your relationship to God. Is your standing before God. It's from that priesthood. Amen. That position that you begin to, or if you will, you begin to grow and mature. Yeah, you know, we're, we're going to look at it. Amen. Samuel, amen, was first, amen, uh, uh, called into a priesthood. That priesthood began to shape, amen, his prophetic mandate. All right. One of the things that we also said is, as in relating to why we need to do this teaching or why this teaching is important, they said if the axe head is dull, its edges, amen, and its edges are unsharpened, amen. More strength is required, but skill will bring what success. This is very important in relating to you know uh, why we need to do what this teaching. Because if your axe head is is dull, how do we know, amen? Uh, axe head that is dull. If you're if you're unable to discern the things of God, you're unable to identify, amen. You have no sense of clarity. You have no sense of purpose, amen. In the things of God, not just 
any kind of purpose. I'm talking about purpose relating, amen, to God's prophetic counsel, amen. You're unable to 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 identify, amen, between uh, uh, what is right and wrong. Like you know, Hebrews chapter five said, you understand. Then it, it's gonna be very difficult for you to operate. Okay, so uh, one of the first thing that the prophetic does, amen, is to sharpen, is to sharpen your arrowhead, amen. Is to sharpen your arrowhead. Is to give you a sense of amen understanding. Is to give you a sense of you know clarity. Is to give you a sense of amen identification. You know, son of man, do you know what this is? Hallelujah. Do you know what this is? Being able to identify, amen, the intentions of God and the purposes of God is very important. All right. And then we went to another scripture in Ephesians chapter 4, verse uh, 11. So Christ himself gave some, amen, to be apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. So we can see, all right, that the prophetic office itself is a gift. Meaning that is a calling, all right. You nobody takes this honor upon themselves. You can't wake up. It's not. It's not. It's not like the office of a bishop. You know, it's amazing how you know we we place the office of a bishop, amen, above you know the fivefold ministry. It's, it's amazing. I've I've seen it, and I keep asking myself, what's going on? Why are you making this mistake? The Bible says, amen. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good thing. You can't desire the office of a prophet. You cannot desire the office, amen, of an apostle. You cannot desire, amen, the office of an evangelist or a teacher. No, you have to be called. The calling, hallelujah, the calling into the fivefold is a higher calling. It's an ascended. The Bible says when Jesus ascended on high, I think we have downplayed, amen, the fivefold ministry to the point that, amen, somebody who calls himself a bishop, amen, now oversees a prophet or oversees an apostle. It's an error and a big one because an office, the office of a bishop basically is an office of an administrator. The best you can relate the work of a bishop to is the work of a deacon. He's an overseer. He oversees an administrative, you know, you know, uh, uh, objectives of the things of God, but he's not a layer called into the fivefold ministry. Oh, maybe that will bust some people's bubble tonight. Scripture must explain scripture. That's why I do not submit to a bishop. No, I don't. If you're sub, if you're if you're one if you're in one of the fivefold ministry and you're submitting to somebody who's who is a bishop, then you've ch- changed. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know why I'm saying this thing. That somebody must need these things because this is not part of what I'm supposed to be talking about. Somebody may may, may may just be crying, God, give me direction. Well, here's your answer. Don't shut change your office. The fact that the bishop may be richer, may have more influence, more money, more power, you know, more you know, cloud. It doesn't mean that amen, your ministry amen, is under such a person. No. Wait a minute. Don't say this man say he does not believe in submission. I never said that. I believe that we need to submit to the ministry of elders. Yes. 
but in the office of a bishop, a bishop, hallelujah, is lower in rank. A bishop, the office of a bishop is lower in rank, amen, to any of the fivefold ministry, of course, including the prophetic. And it's important we understand that. So all these things that we have imported, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to do is to bring correction to the er erroneous teachings, to, you know, the, 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 the mismatch. And this is why, amen, our ministry, particularly the prophetic ministry, is not functioning the way it ought to. Because, amen, we, we, have, we, have, mi we have mixed everything up. We've mingled everything up. There has to be some direction and clarity so that, amen, we can grow in the reality of God's purposes and desire for our lives life amen particularly in this season and time i hope somebody's watching hallelujah yes <laughs> the calling of the fivefold yes that's very important my brother daniel thank you for joining tonight we've got to understand that it's time we begin to magnify the office amen uh, uh the, the ascended ministry but before we even begin to talk about the ascended ministry i want to talk about the general ministry that we all have to have including the bishop the bishop amen should be able to develop amen a, a functional prophetic spirit a functional prophetic spirit Amen. Anyone who just give his or her life to Jesus Christ, amen, as part of their discipleship training, amen, hallelujah, should grow in their spiritual identity because that's some of the basic knowledge that we ought to have, amen, as a prophetic people because we are born, amen, by a prophetic God who, are, who declared, amen, the, 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 the end from the beginning, you see. We've got to understand that the prophetic is manifesting the nature of God, is revealing, is, is expressing the character of God. Amen. That is one. But then to be called to carry out a mission for God is another thing. You understand? Yes. My, you know, my children can do certain things that, you know, we all do in the house. But there are certain responsibilities that they cannot carry out because they are not called into. They're not given such responsibility. You, you, I, I hope somebody is getting this. So I really want this concept, this philosophy, to be well established in our in our mindset. All right, that the fact that you know I can operate in in certain prophetic nature, character, does not make me amen, a prophet. And this is the mistake we've seen that there are people who have who have you know built themselves they've exercised themselves amen to certain level that they are able to you know do certain things they are able to proclaim certain things and suddenly we start calling them prophets and we make mistake i know people who have really really amen really exercised themselves you understand if you move with certain people i mean it's like let's look at an example is uh, uh, um Saul all right uh, you know Saul you know intermingle with with a prophet and, uh, you know, when he left, he began to behave like one, like a prophet. <laughs> but he's not a prophet. He's not a prophet. And to the point that the sons of the prophet and the son, they say, hey, as, you know, you know, uh, Saul become also one of the sons of the prophet. No, he was not. All right? But because of his connection, because of his relationship, I mean, David was, I mean, okay, David was a prophet. The Bible called David a prophet. But you will notice that David's prophetic office, amen, also grew because of his relationship with who? With Samuel. Oh, come on. We're going to talk about all of this. Uh, these are very exciting things that I hope and I pray that we will really understand. You know, the Bible says a good communication 
communication amen yes I, I will enhance your life and of course a bad communication will corrupt good manner so if you if you if you mingle yourself with people that are enhanced that are built up in the prophetic amen many people who have connected themselves with me to certain degree really connected themselves who have a relationship with me to certain degree you begin to see them function all right even in sudden you know grace and giftings that you find in my own life you understand i know people that are very connected to me that sometimes when i read their material i, I you know i almost like i'm Am I the one writing? It's, it's not me. I could remember Tina, you know, she just finished a book. You know, I, I remember the first time she, she, she was writing this material and I said, Tina, something is not gelling. This this material, no, 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 you, you're not hitting something. You know, go back and rewrite this material. And then she went back and she, I looked at it again and said, no, you, you need to work on this book again. By the time she gave me the final one she did, I said, wow, I actually thought I was reading my own book. Why? Uh, not because I pray for her, but because she's genuinely connected to me. You see, there's a connection in the spirit, and because of that, there's a flow. There's a flow. We can we, we we can we can flow into the spirit, into the life. That doesn't mean that we we become those people. No, no. It just means that there's a pouring because that's how the things of God is. Particularly in the prophetic, in the prophetic, there's always a pouring. Amen. Four heads of of river. Amen. Flowed out of the garden of Eden. That's how God does His thing. Amen. But if there's no openness, if there's no willingness, Amen. Yes, you you're, you're not gonna get it. And this is one of the things I tell people. My materials, you see, are free, but the imp- Partition in those materials are not free. <laughs> the revelation, hallelujah, are not free. You will have to connect to my spirit for you to be able to tap into, amen, the life, the spirit in those materials. I will give them to you for free. You will read them and they will like, wow, 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 wow. But that, that will be the end. But if you really want to connect with the life and the spirit, amen, to which, amen, I have written those materials, then we have to have a relationship. That's how the things of God works. How many books have we have we read about you know the prophetic about the apostolic about god knows what that all we read is just all we picked were information we never really tap into the spirit you see because there's never an impartation for there to be an impartation there had to be an open there has to be a relationship all right i've said so much I, I guess somebody certainly tonight must need some of the things i've been talking about because all the things that i'm talking about are not part of my intentions for tonight all right we are going to go into Let's go into some things that I really want to share tonight. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right. Uh, uh, We've got three scriptures here. When we talk about expanding your prophetic horizon. Now, I'm in my PowerPoint. Please pardon me if I'm too fast. I was just praying and hoping that, you know, the light would not go again. Because last time, you know, we, we were about to have this lecture... Escom took the took their took their light. So we're we're at the point where we want to begin to understand what it means to expand, amen, our prophetic horizon. And later on, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain, amen, what it means to to be a prophet, amen, to be prophetic. And to have a prophetic spirit, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's a third one. You know, there's, there's a way I explain because it's important we understand the difference between, you know, being prophetic and functioning in the office of a prophet. You know, m- many a times when we use the term prophetic, prophetic, all right, we misuse it or we just 
you know presume that because we call we call the thing prophetic amen it actually means that the the office of a prophet amen is functioning no the office of a prophet is a different ball game. I mean, that is a whole curriculum on its own. That you are in the office of a prophet and you start, you function in the office of a prophet. In fact, when you are in the office of a prophet, uh, the when you're functioning and maturing in the office of a prophet, you hardly say, thou seeth the Lord. Because everything that you do, amen, is thou seeth the Lord. I hope somebody gets that. All right. So let's start with these three scriptures. Let's start with this First uh, Samuel uh, uh, chapter First Samuel chapter three. We want to deal with some uh, concept that I call expanding amen, your prophetic horizon. Where do I have uh, my First Samuel now? Quickly, I just need to. All right, First Samuel chapter three, verse one. And we're quickly going to be dealing with uh, a Samuel. There are some powerful you know uh, 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 icons in the scripture that help us to understand amen the office the ministry and you know the nature of the prophetic all right of course christ is our is our chief you know uh, 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 architecture of the pro of the prophetic ministry and of course uh, 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 on how to even function in the in the prof in the prophetic office amen christ is our chief pattern and we we picked that word from Revelation chapter nineteen, chapter nineteen, verse ten. Amen. Yes, the testimony of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I've expand on that. All right, and we're going to be talking more on that. Amen. The testimony, testimony. The word testimony means a witness. All right, a witness. The word testimony means a witness, something that has been done that you are testifying of. All right. So, you know, for, for us to be able to say we, we, we are prophetic, amen, we have to understand what the testimony of Jesus is. The scripture says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So, prophecy is a spirit. Now, what is prophecy? Prophecy, amen, is to declare, is to belch forth, is to speak, amen, on behalf of, amen, is to represent, amen, is to is to be sent on an errand. We're going to look at all of that. You see, I'm just basically speaking as the spirit of the Lord leads me. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 3, 1 Samuel chapter 3, let's, let's pick it from verse 1. We're dealing with expanding our prophetic horizon. I said, the boy Samuel, or the scripture rather said, the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord. Please understand the context of this scripture because the context will also help us to understand, amen, what the Lord is trying to, you know, reveal to us in relating to, amen, Samuel growing, amen, to become, amen, a prophet Samuel grew first to be Samuel grew first to become prophetic then amen he grew into the office of a prophet all right yes you can grow to become I, I could remember uh, years ago somebody was asking me so how did I grow into the office of a prophet I said well I really did not know when I became him, amen, a prophet. I just knew that one day the Lord began to, you know, speak to me relating to the office of a prophet. And, you know, and of course it was being confirmed by, you know, a few other people. I've been functioning in what I will call, amen, the prophetic for me for years. 
uh, you know and i remember somebody said some time ago years ago a man of god said for you to say you are really functioning or you have matured into an office it could be at the apostolic or the prophet that at least it would take nothing less than 20 years and i believe the person was relating to amen uh, uh what we saw manifest in the book of acts chapter you know chapter 13 remember the antioch church remember those in the antioch church you know all grew or developed from the jerusalem church the antioch church is more of a reflection of a mature church a church amen that has grown that has matured that has come of age the bible says amen and they were prophets and teachers you know yes in in the in the church and the and the bible mentioned their name and of course between the jerusalem uh, a church and that period in time where Acts chapter 18 was written all right they were about 20 you know 20 22 years apart so you've seen a, you know a develop a development a metamorphosis if you will amen of the of the of the spiritual you know development of the brethren such that when they got to the position where because how the antioch church function was totally different amen in philosophy in ideology amen and in expression was completely different from the jerusalem church church you understand uh, uh, so you, you you begin to see that there has to be some you know age you know added to our our life our walk with god such that when we begin to speak we are speaking from a position of spiritual experience now i remember the last time we spoke about this i said samuel was hearing god but he had not grown in the spiritual experience. And that's why Paul, amen, will pray in, in Ephesians chapter 1. He says, from the day I heard about, amen, your love and your faith, I have not stopped asking, I have not stopped praying and asking the Father. Alright? The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. Under Eli, not that. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare, was scarce. So this is a point that I think I need to begin to, you know, highlight that one of the reasons why we begin to see or we begin to hear or the Lord begins to steer the prophetic is where we come to a point or a day where the word of God, amen, becomes rare or scarce. What does that mean for the word of God to become rare or scarce? It's not like people are not reading the Bible, all right? It just means, amen, that the voice of God, the dabar of God, amen, the rhema of God, amen, the instructions of the spirit, amen, has become rare, amen. People are no longer committed. Their heart is no longer searching and seeking and pursuing, amen, the things of God, you know, the, 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 the man of God and the things of God has been relegated, amen, to the back burner. And you know, one thing about God is to the degree you place priority, amen, to his work is to the degree, amen, you will be able to function or understand and express his will and counsel or know his will and counsel, all right? If you're, if you're handling the things of God with, you know, with a casual, you know, uh, uh, you know, presumptive attitude, that's how God is going to deal with you. Yes, God is not going to commit into your hands the things that relates to, amen, his heart, his desire. No, because, amen, you're not serious. The Bible says, amen, at this point, that the word of the Lord was real. And listen to the second thing. And there were no, there were no much revelation of vision. <laughs> where the word of God is scarce and where there are no vision, amen, at that point, point in time or within that season god begins to raise amen yes 
the prophetic or a prophet. Why? Because you see, the prophet is is the heartbeat, amen, of the program of God, of the desires of God, of the intentions of God. When you find a, a people, or you know, or you find a region, a city, a, a nation where people have gone cold in the things of God, it means that the prophetic has been compromised. And remember what I said earlier about the prophetic, that the prophetic is connected to the ministry of who? Of the priest. It, 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 you can't separate the truth because the, the priesthood, amen, is what this, this, this define or what steers, amen, our fire. That, that, that is the priesthood, is from the priesthood, amen, that we get to amen, maintain, if you will, our cutting edge. You see, you can, you can be running a gift and you've lost your priesthood. The gift and the callings of God are without repentance. And that's why you find that many men of God, you know, and women of God can be very powerful in the operations of gift, but they are no longer in relationship with God. They, they have, you know, they, they, their life has been separated. They, they have, you know, you, you, you see, you need to keep your priesthood, amen, on the edge. You, you, you've got to keep your eyes on your priesthood to maintain, amen, your giftings and your office. Because you see, you you don't need you don't need you know a min, you don't need an assignment to be a priest. You need a posture. <laughs> you see, when 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 you see the priesthood tells us that our ministry is first unto God. But the kind of prophetic ministry we see today around is unto men. Yes. We're sent to men, but we're sent to God first. The prophetic first, amen, is, is a reflection of a heart that is beating towards God. It's not just about coming to, you know, give a people a word. It's not just telling them about or what is going to happen in the future or what is going to happen between Ukraine and Russia. It's not just, no, no, no. The prophetic first is about having a heart for God. God says, I have found one whose heart is after me once your heart is aligning to the will of god your desire amen is is to honor to please god to serve him the bible says the pure in heart will see god the purity of our heart is not to be able to get to you know give an accuracy of a prophetic word no the purity of our heart is to be able to stand before god is to be able to worship god is to be able to see what he desire amen and offer and offer our worship to him in that desire in, in in that in that worship and devotion god speaks his secret to you hallelujah god tells you amen the things that bother his heart you see that's why uh, you cannot separate the prophetic amen from a heartbeat a heart for God, a heart yearning for God. You cannot separate it. The prophetic is not about a gifting. No, it, it, it's about a heart that is pursuing God, that is searching, that is seeking. All right. When when a prophet reads the word, Amen. What he sees, Amen, is it, totally different from what others are seeing. A true when a true prophet reads the word, you know, engages the word, Amen. He's, he's seeing the heartbeat of God, Amen. And that's why you, you, you discover that when a prophet goes for God, he doesn't look back. He or she does not look back. It's not any for the money. You know, there are prophets that you, you invite them, or oh, come and preach, come and do this. The first thing is, uh, how much are you putting in my accounts? I'm not saying money is not important. Of course, money is important. But when money and fame becomes what drives our giftings, our grace, we have been compromised.
The Lord taught me this, this, this principle and I've maintained it for years and it has kept me. Even when people try to take an advantage of it. Let's continue to read. The boy Samuel. We're reading 1 Samuel chapter 3. That's one. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. Before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There was no much revision or revelation. One night, Eli, whose eyes, amen, were becoming so weak. Now you begin to understand why, amen, there's a need for a new voice. Because that's what the prophet does. It brings a new voice to a weak priesthood, to a blind priesthood. The Bible says, I don't want to, <laughs> want to preach. I really want to explain the scripture. One night, Eli, Eli's, the Bible says one, 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 one night, Eli, whose eyes, uh, that's the defining Eli, now, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could no long, that he could barely see. I'm reading from the NIV. The Bible says was lying down in his usual place. The Lamb of God had not yet gone out. In other words, the Lamb at the, you know at the you know temple, you know, had not yet gone out. The oil was not over yet. The thing is still burning but you know it's getting almost going off and that is very prophetic itself if we begin to understand what that is the bible says and Samuel was lying down in the house of the lord where the ark of god was then the lord called samuel then the lord called samuel samuel answered yeah i am and he ran to eli and said yeah i am you called me but eli said i did not call you go back and lay down so he went, he went and laid down verse, verse 6. And the Lord called Samuel. Have you noticed in this interaction, the Lord did not do anything. The Lord allowed, amen, things to play out. I like this. The Lord allowed things to play out. All right. God spoke. He went to Eli. <laughs> Eli said, go back and sleep. All right. I didn't call you. God called him again. He ran back to Eli. I mean, God could have said, I'm the Lord Almighty. He could have introduced. Why would the Lord, amen, allow Samuel to keep running to Eli? You see, because there's a principle that, you know, God was teaching Samuel. And it's important. We, we, we learn these things. Because we're dealing with, amen, expanding our prophetic horizon. That in the things of the spirit, we need to grow. We need to be thought. And listen to this. Listen to this. When God calls somebody, and through the years, those people have developed an experience in relating to the nature and the characters of God. Listen, they can still teach you. All right? That doesn't mean that their life is like the Pharisee. The Bible says, listen to what the Pharisee amen, say, but don't do what they do. You can listen to them because indeed, they teach the word of God. But you see, they don't practice it. So, so here is God saying, you know, I need Eli to teach Samuel, amen, the principle, amen, of hearing. The principle of responding. The principle of responding, amen. There are, there are, there are people that, I mean, I will listen to anybody. I will listen to anybody. Because particularly if they have experience, if, if they've learned certain things, I want to hear from them. But that doesn't mean all right, that I'm going to you know, uh, uh, begin to copy or emulate their life. I wouldn't do that. The Lord amen, is, is, is our teacher, is our role model. But we learn from other people. Yes, 
So let's we say, well, on that day, the Bible says you will not need any teacher. Indeed, Christ is our teacher, but he has also placed men. Even if those people, amen, have missed him, have, have you know, falter. But guess what? They've got experience. Experience you don't buy. Ex- once, you, once you have an experience about spiritual things, you have it. God used Eli, amen, to redirect, to, 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 to refocus the direction of Samuel. And to me, I think that is very important. Now, I'm going to quickly go to the next scripture. If you're watching Matthew chapter, chapter 6, let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, verse 22. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 22, 23, the eye is the lamp of the body. We're dealing with expanding our prophetic horizon. God is teaching us something, and I want us to understand this basic truth. The, 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 the first thing I said last, last, last week, I think when uh, the last uh, uh, session we did, I said we can hear God and misinterpret what God, amen, will have us do. Because hearing God and learning how to interpret, amen, the voice of God are two different things. My sheep hear my voice. A stranger's voice, they will not follow. That's a different ball game, amen. Yes, we can hear God and respond, amen, differently. So it's important that when we hear God, we also learn, we grow, we mature, amen, in our response. God said to Moses, amen, you know, build, make, make two, two horns, excuse me, make two trumpets of beaten, uh, 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 silver, amen, one for gathering and one for, amen, you know, scattering, you know what I mean, scattering, you know, for, for breaking out, for going out, amen, one, w- when you blow one trumpet is for the assembly, the other, amen, is for when you want to begin to break camp and move you know begin to advance into the next thing so it's important that we differentiate amen the various uh, 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 if you will sound in the prophetic all right now let's let's read uh, 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 Matthew 6 Matthew 6 22 says the eye is the lamp of the body the eye of course when they talk about the eye we're not talking about this natural eye all right we're talking about the eyes of our heart like you know uh, paul said in fact i believe that in the new testament paul amen is one of the most one of the most prophetic you know outside of our lord jesus christ paul is one of the most prophetic human being but guess what you don't see paul amen call himself a prophet in fact he referred to himself as an apostle but yet this man amen was one of the most cited people in the scripture era why because of how he writes when you want to know amen yes a prophet and i know that there are different kinds of prophet there are what you will call amen writing prophets there are certain prophets that are known well i'm one of them you know one of my grace one of my giftings amen all right it's in the area of writing being able to put things the way i preach and the way i write are two different things in fact when you compare my preaching and my writing you'll you'll be wondering is it the same person (laughs) you understand and 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 the reason why i know because that is a gift i mean i'm a man who grew up suffering dyslexia i was suffering dyslexia yet god anointed me to be a writing prophet I mean that is like impossible it's impossible 
No, because that you you begin then to see that this this cannot but to be a grace, a gift. Sometimes when I read the things that I've read, I'm like, no, God, this is, yeah, because the revelation just starts pouring, you know, as I'm writing, it's like another thing takes over my, you know, my, you know, my, 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 my typing. It's a gift. And that's a prophetic, you, you find prophets that are, you know, called, they, they, they call them writing prophets. Jeremiah is one of them, all right? They've got, you know, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, um, what do you call them? You know, somebody who writes for them. Even when the king burned, the, you know, the prophetic writing. All right. God said to Jeremiah, write it down again. Why? Because those words, amen, are, are meant to go, amen, and influence the next generation. Those words are not just, amen, for this, for, you know, for the moment in time. A writing prophet, amen, speaks the right into what is coming. What, amen, it, it will be, will be, will become a reality in the future. So you have to, amen, know how to keep those writings you have to know how to preserve the writings and then you just have you know poetic right you know prophets in fact i've got this word somewhere uh let me see while i'm on this let me see if i can quickly trace trace that let's see different types of prophets I, I put it down somewhere i'm not sure if i can find it writing prophets the different types of well if i can't find it tonight we will look at it because i know it's part of what i'm supposed to be teaching i just thought maybe while i'm on this now i can quickly uh, uh you know maybe just put that out for us yes prophets who write You have, you know, prophets who write. You have prophets, amen, who are, who, who are poetic also in their writing. And then you have prophets who just write instructional words, amen. And then you have prophets who basically they are very poetic, like David, all right, like Solomon and the, and the rest, all right. And then you have uh, 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 what other prophets? Prophets who write prophetic books, things that will happen in the future. You understand? Yes. They write about what is going to like the book of revelation things like that so but we're going to look at this later on i don't i don't want to uh, um get us distracted from what we're dealing with all right uh where are we we're still dealing with matthew 6 all right the eye is the lamp of the body the eye is the lamp of the body like i said this eye is not your two naked eyes remember jesus said eyes the eyes are they but they cannot see he wasn't talking about the natural eye their physical eye he was talking about the eyes of their heart all right maybe we should quickly go to Ephesians, where paul was talking about let's see let's see if we can do this Ephesians. Ephesians 1, let's go to Ephesians 1, uh, thank you Jesus. Ephesians 1, 17. Let's, let's look at Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, not that faith faith amen faith and love are foundation to spiritual development all right faith and love and of course hope this this three the bible said will abide amen yes the greatest of them is 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 is, is love all right faith you know hope amen and love 
these are the core these are the foundation of any of any genuine amen, uh, uh, you know uh, uh, salvation or redemption all right he said paul said for since i heard that you've got love you've got faith all right uh, i didn't i didn't just start jumping i said yes this will have arrived he said i went into prayer he says i've not stopped asking i've not stopped amen you know he says let, let me let me read it let me read it for, for this reason ever since i heard about your faith in the lord jesus and your love for all god's people i have not stopped giving thanks for you remembering you in my prayer so it's not enough just to have faith and you know and love and hope amen but i i i i i need to continue to pray for you guys remember the efficient church became one of the most powerful amen apostolic hub apostolic you know a, a, a ecclesia that the things of god began to transform and an impact amen asia minor and of course we know amen who was the elder amen in that church of course it was uh, timothy all right it says i i have kept asking that that the god of our lord jesus christ the glorious father will give to you you will notice that amen paul was petitioning heaven amen paul was praying petitioning heaven on behalf of certain grace and gift to be imparted into the life of these men and women amen in the community of the efficient uh, ecclesia you say i i have kept asking that god you see it's a continual thing so this thing will not just happen because well you pray one or twice and suddenly now you you're, you're growing in your prophetic no you have to grow you have to develop and most time that comes amen with deep intercession you are requesting you are praying that you know certain things be imparted amen and this is how we actually develop and grew some of our brethren back in 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 you know in uh, uh in nigeria when we we began this prophetic school and back in back in those days we, we used to call it the tyranno school of ministry i've not you know i have i've continued to ask that the god of our lord jesus christ the glorious father will give to you the spirit will give to you spirit can be imparted spirit can be given the things of god can be imparted into our life will give to you amen the spirit of wisdom amen and revelation so that you may know him better i pray that the eyes of your hearts the word heart here is spirit actually the eyes of your spirit may be enlightened. The word enlightened means to be open to see. To open to see, to know, to understand with clarity. This is amen, prophetic 101. Amen. When the eyes of your heart is popped open. You're blind but you're seeing things. Your eyes are closed but you're seeing things. Remember, we just read, amen, 1 Samuel, amen. Bible says back in those days, amen, they were, they, the, the word of the Lord was rare, amen, and there were no much vision. Vision comes through the eyes of your spirit. In the last day, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughter will prophesy. It says, your, your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see vision. You can't see. You don't see vision, amen, with your natural eyes. You see vision with the eyes of your spirit, with the eyes, amen, of your mind. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting this? I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which, amen, he has called you. That is the first thing, amen. 
the objective of an enlightened spiritual man. Remember that, amen, the prophetic begins with our spiritual enlightenment, with the awakening of our spirit man. Morning by morning, he awakens me like one that is being taught. Amen. Isaiah 54. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4, all right? No verse 50. No, no, Isaiah 54. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4. Morning by morning, amen. He awakens me, inclined my ears. He teaches me. You understand? Yes. We when, when we come in the morning, when we pray, when we read and study, all of that, amen. We are feeding our spirit. We are growing our spirit. Our spirit is being informed. Our spirit is being educated. We are receiving kingdom education. Hallelujah. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order. That is the reason. The reason why they enlighten our spiritual you know, understanding. The reason why they give us life is for us. First of all, primary essence, primary purpose is for us to know God. Amen. It's for us to know him better. That, that the eyes, amen, that your the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the people. Amen. This is very important that we know these things. We know the essence. We know the reason why we have been enlightened. Why we have been illuminated. Hallelujah. So you can see that Matthew 6 is connected to Ephesians 1. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew six twenty two. Let's 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 read on again. The eyes of your the, the eyes. The, 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 it says that the eye the eye is the lamp of the body. All right. If your eye, amen, is healthy. If your eye, the inner eye, the eyes of your mind. If if your if if your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. In other words, amen, you will be illuminated. You will see things, amen, the way God expects you to see them. You will know things the way, amen, heaven expects you to know them. I hope I'm not disappointing you tonight. You know, I'm sure some people are expecting certain, you know, God knows what about the prophetic. These are the foundational, you know, knowledge we need to have, we need to know. Hallelujah. We need to have this on once this understanding are well established in us, amen. We are good to go. We are good to go, amen. It's listen, it, 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 the calling is God's, is God's, is God's uh, um, prerogative. No, no man take this calling, amen, upon themselves. You, you, you cannot wish, oh, I wish, I wish I'm a prophet. No, no, no. But you can be prophetic. That's the point that I'm making because you were born by a prophetic spirit. You are born by God. One of the one of the one of the one of the mission, amen, of our redemption, amen, is that we are restored back to our true image, which is to be able to see, to be able to you know carry out things, to be able to respond the way God will amen have us respond. And that means that amen we will have dominion over amen the things of the earth. So we are seeking for an healthy eye. 
LTI begins, amen, with the transformation of our mind. To have, amen, uh, uh, an LTI, to have, amen, your, your eye becoming the lamp of your body, you need to have, amen, a transform. Because what, what allows your eye to become a lamp and to be able to function effectively, amen, starts with the transformation of your faculty. You see, all, all our faculty are all interconnected. The way you think as a man thinks in his heart, so he, so he is. Amen. Yes. Your heart is the point where you process things. To process things, you know, accurately, you need to have, amen, the mind of Christ. To have the mind of Christ, amen, you have to continually exercise yourself unto godliness, unto righteousness. You have to discard things, amen, that will pollute you, if you will. The eye is a lamp of the body. If your eye are healthy, your whole body, your entire body. Imagine, just begin to picture when you, you have a body that is full of light. You're full of light. This is the heart of the prophetic. You see things the way God sees them. You hear things the way God hears them. You respond the way God will have you respond. Say, but if your eyes, amen, are unhealthy, we can have an unhealthy eye. Carnality is what makes our amen, eye unhealthy. Fleshy things, carnal things, wrong agenda, false agenda. If, amen, if, it says, it says, if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body, amen, is full of darkness. Oh my word. We're talking about expanding our prophetic horizon. When your eye becomes corrupt, amen, your whole body is full of darkness. It says, if then the light within you, amen, is turned off, becomes darkened. It says, how great is that darkness? You see where a lot of people miss it. It's not enough, amen, to have a gifting. You see, God can give you a gift. The Bible says the gift and the callings of God are without repentance. Maintaining that gift, amen, you know, polishing that gift, keeping that gift in a manner, in a way that will allow you, amen, to continually please God, amen, will require, amen, that you keep your eye healthy. It was Job who says, I have made a covenant with my eye not to look at a woman lustfully. Because Job understood what it means when your eyes start, you know. <laughs> yeah. These are all interconnected. See, you cannot remove one and overemphasize one and lift. No, no, no. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to buy the whole, you know, the whole land. You've got to, you know, eat the whole meal. You've got to understand the whole economy of God in relating to. You see, the prophetic is not just about one point. It's not just about, you know, one act or action. The prophetic is about a nature. Oh, Jesus. It's about a nature. It's about who you are. It's about what you represent. It's not just about what you are able to do. It's not just an ability. It's a posture. Amen. It's an identity. Amen. It's how you stand. Hallelujah. It's how you see. It's not well I can prophesy. It's not well. Oh, well, that word, you know, if it's if it's just about, you know, being able to prophesy, the Bible says we will be deceived. Because we have to understand the fruit behind, amen, yes, that prophecy. 
If we, if we don't understand the fruits, amen, behind what people are doing or behind, you see, people can do good things with the wrong motive. People can say the right thing with the wrong motive, all right? If you cannot discern the motive behind, amen, what people are doing, if you cannot discern, amen, the motive behind the message, if you cannot discern, amen, the motive behind certain action that may seem good. You say, what are you talking about? Jesus said, if you give yourself to be burned and if you don't have love, he said, you are still like a, a, like a noise, you know, tingling brass that is good for nothing. I mean, how do you give yourself to be born and still you don't have love? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, are you not contradicting yourself? No, he's not contradicting himself. Because Jesus knew, amen, that, you know, an act and the heart of something are two different things. You see, they, 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 they say the end does not justify the means. This, this comes to play in the prophetic. The prophetic is not really concerned about the act. No matter how accurate your word is. If the motive, if the motive is wrong, hallelujah, you have been compromised. Hallelujah. You've been compromised. Now, let's quickly look at uh, this scripture and then we'll begin to round up for tonight. Matthew chapter 7, verse 3 and 5. And why do you look at amen, the splinter in your brother's eye? Remember, we're still dealing with the issue of the eye. Because the eye is the gateway. is the Your eye is the gateway into the things of God. Your spiritual eye, the eyes of your heart is the gateway. So if the eye is corrupt, if the eye, amen, is compromised, if the eye is unhealthy, the way you see, amen, yes, matters. How you see what you see and how you interpret what you see. All matters. It's not enough to see well. They said to Jeremiah, <laughs> son of man, what do you see? He described what he saw. They say you've seen well. You can see something and not see well. You can see something and give it the wrong meaning and give it the wrong interpretation. How many times have you seen things? How many times have you had a dream? How many times have we heard something? How many times have we heard a voice? You know, people will tell me, I, I, I heard a voice. Something was saying to me. I say, hey, what said to you? Is it the Holy Spirit or God knows what? Tell me uh, something. I said, then you don't know yet. Ah, but I think it's God. No, 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 no. You've got to be sure. You see, if you're not sure, it means, amen, that uh, the enemy can easily deceive you. The enemy can sound like God because you don't know how God sounds like. Who through, amen, the training of their senses, Hebrews chapter 5, they're able to discern between what is evil and what is righteous. So if you're not practicing your discernment, how would you know? If you're not practicing, amen, how to identify the voice of God. How do you, you don't wake up one morning and suddenly you understand that, oh, that's God. That's Christ speaking to me. My sheep hear my voice. That's why I call them my sheep. Not any kind of a sheep. My sheep hear my voice. In other words, amen, they had a relationship with him. If you don't have a relationship, and you know that relationship is not something you do once a while. Relationship is something you cultivate continually on a day-to-day -day basis. Hallelujah. And why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye? 
but you do not notice the beam in your own eyes. We're talking about expanding a male prophetic horizon. The first thing we have mentioned, all right, let's look at the second thing that we need to look at quickly is that in the prophetic, amen, you have to, amen, you have to focus the dealings of God first on yourself. You're not pointing, accusing, you're not pointing finger to other people. You let what God is saying, amen, to be first of all, tried and tested by your life. In other words, if God is using you to speak, amen, to us, you know, the right is righteousness or to go and declare his righteousness, make sure that you yourself, you're living in righteousness. Or else you become an hypocrite. And you know what God does to hypocrites? Just like he did with the Pharisee. He judges them. He will judge you. So it, this is very important. Alright. That if you are going to. You know. Wheel a prophetic axe. Make sure you are dead first. Make sure that you have cut yourself first. Because this thing is a two-edged sword. Alright. This is what the scripture is talking about. Before you go and begin to point at amen, the splinter in your brother's eye, please notice the beam in your own eye. You know why? Because this will allow you to see with clarity. Remember, your eye, God uses your eye to see things. God uses your ears, amen, to, to hear things. God uses your mouth. But make sure that all of this area has been sanctified. I'm dealing with the nitty-gritty, the basics. You say I can give you doctrinal language and give you the theology around the you know the prophecy and prophet. No, no, that's not what I'm doing. I want this thing to be as practical as possible because the nature of the days we live in requires, amen, that we yes, we have a solid doctrinal foundation, but we also have a well-robust, spiritual, mature, experienced, prophetic nature. Hallelujah. You have to test your test yourself first on the truth that you're representing. This is Jesus speaking. Why do you look at? You see, the prophetic is forever looking into. Because that's what we are sent to do. That's what the prophetic is. But, but before you begin to, uh, uh, first of all, look into yourself. The pure in heart will see God. Am I pure in heart? How shall you say to your brother, Amen? Permit that I may cast out, Amen? Allow me to cast out, to remove the splinter in your own eye. <laughs> Can I remove that splinter in your own eye? Permit me to remove it. How can you say to your brother, Permit me, Amen, to cast out the splinter from your eye? And behold, the beam is, your, is in your own eye like this, <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> This is amazing, right? In other words, don't be an hypocrite. Don't be an hypocrite. This is what the scripture is speaking. Amen. Another quick quick thing that we're going to look at and I'll be done. First Corinthians 13, 8 to 12. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. <laughs> Listen to this. 
For we know in part and we prophesy. This scripture is speaking into the heart or into what is what you would define as the nature of the prophetic. The nature of the prophetic is not prophecy, is not, excuse me, the, the, the core heart, the core foundation of the prophetic. Amen. It's not prophecy, it's not prophesying. Amen. It's not knowledge. Amen. It's love. And this love is not the expression of an emotion. This love, amen, is the very nature of the Father himself. And when you have that nature, you will express his emotion. That's why you find, you know, prophets that are very driven, zealous. They whip. They call some of them, they call them the whipping prophet. They cry. And at the same time, they can be very angry. Then you wonder, what? <laughs> because they're zealous for God, like the sons of Phineas, who out of zeal went into their brother with a sword. When, when we understand what the love of God is and means, we will function in a mature experiential reality of the prophetic. Yes, we need to prophesy because prophesying amen, is foretelling the mind of God, is revealing the mind of God. But what but that, amen, is the deep love you have for the Father. You see, love never fails. Every other thing is going to fail. The reason why the church, we're failing each other. The reason is because we are banking on gifts. We're not banking on love, the fruits. You see, love is, love is not a gift. Love is a fruit. We're born by love. The scriptures say, he who is born of God overcomes the world. Amen. He who is born of God, amen, cannot sin because the seed, the holy seed of God dwells in him. <laughs> Are we getting this, friends? Love never fails. The genuine love. Not the love that is born out of sentiment, that is born out of, you know, an agenda, out of, you know, you know, uh, uh, an, an idea, philosophy, human philosophy. Not a love that is born out of religion, a tradition. Not, of a, not a love that is born out of, you know, nationhood. Not a love that is born, you see, this love, amen, is deeper than the love you have for your wife. It's deeper than the love you have for your children. It's deeper than the love you have for your country or for your nation. It's deeper than the love you have for yourself. This is a love that is born by God. This is a love that is rooted in God. This love never fails. Every other thing may fail. And I mean it. Every other thing may fail. You may lose everything. You see, when you understand this love, your nature changes. To a certain degree, I will tell you, I understand this love. And this, this love has changed me. And this is why I am the way I am. You know, I, I, the things that bother people really do not bother me. Because this love never fails. When this love deems its fit for me to have, I will have. And if this love says, I will not have, I will not have. Not because... Amen. The love doesn't want me to not to have, but because the love knows that when I have, amen, I may just miss something that the Lord, amen, may really want for me. So the love knows all things. <laughs> 
So I don't see. This love does not make me see a devil in my life. Oh Jesus. There are no disappointments in this love. This love never fails. You see, it's this love that we have not known in the church. And if you are really seeking and really wanting to walk in the prophetic, you need to, lo- you need to know this love. You need to know this. It, 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 it must become an experience in your life. Particularly in a time and a day where people are being trained to become selfish. Nations, society are becoming more selfish, more self-centered. Families are becoming more selfish and more self The church is becoming more self-oriented. Everything we do and we preach in church is all about self. We cannot express this kind of love. Therefore, we cannot handle amen, the ascended gift, including the prophetic. You see, for God so loved the world, he himself was the first manif- mani- mani- manifesto of his love. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, you see, because prophecy has a time limit. <laughs> prophecy has a time limit. They will cease. Tongue edification will, will cease. One day they will, they will be still. Knowledge one day will be still. By the way, I hope by, by this year I should be able I should be able to you know be, be done with this book that I've been writing for a while. Amen. Two kind you know the, the, the two kinds of knowledge. There's a knowledge that comes from this world, there's a knowledge that comes from the holy one. Knowledge that comes from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the knowledge that comes from the tree of life. When we are partakers of the knowledge that comes from the tree of life, our view, our perspective to life will change. Our perspective to even ministry gift will change. Some use ministry gift to, to develop, to enhance, to, you know, to become something. I call them users of God. Users of the things of God. They've known things about, about God, but they've not allowed God to know them. We know in part and therefore we prophesy in part. You see, our knowledge is limited our, and our prophetic function is connected to what we know. Because amen, the, the prophetic is basically about knowledge. First and knowledge about things, about people, about places. Have you noticed that the prophetic is about knowledge? They give you first first-hand knowledge about things. But like I said, it has to go beyond that. What we do with what we know matters. Alright? I do not think that any person or group can claim a full revelatory knowledge, wisdom, or understanding of this vast ministry of the, of the prophetic for the single fact that the, the prophetic, amen, is the primary channel by which our Lord Jesus Christ, amen, outpours himself. Because the prophetic deals with the spirit of Christ. Remember, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The Father's redemptive and restorative initiative for creation and the maturing of the ecclesia are found within the ministry and the office of the prophets. Of course, Joel 
explains that to us. I'm just rushing through this then. All right. Now, the next next time I think we're going to meet, hopefully um, tomorrow, I, I will assume tomorrow, because Friday we're going to be having Prophet Nathan join us. Looking forward to that wonderful time. We're going to be looking, for, I'm looking forward to that time where wonderful brother is going to be speaking uh, he's just going to speak his heart his mind regarding the nature of the days that we're living all right i'm really looking forward to it i hope somebody's gonna get you know uh, 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 enriched <clears throat> and empowered by the spirit we know in parts uh the character and mission of the, prof of the prophetic spirit i think i'm gonna leave this here so that because this is another whole a journey all right are you seeing the way we're just trying to build we're trying to build gradually gradually precept upon precept line upon line a little here a little there i'm done tonight all right with this uh, uh, um with this teaching and i hope that you know, somebody tonight amen has been edified thank you so very much everyone that is joy uh, i believe god for great things Thank you once again, my dear brother, uh, Mararo Daniels. It's nice to have you join. Thank you, Sister Priscilla. Right, Nice to have you also join us tonight. And who else is there? All right, but Brother Desmond, Brother uh, uh, Shafiki, thank you so very much. Everyone who has joined us and those who have connected with us, amen, from the various platforms, we believe God, amen, that we have been, excuse me, greatly imparted and we've been established, amen, on uh, uh, this excellent, you know, a uh, 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 ministry that is that we're trying to make, amen, uh, 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 as easy as possible to understand. Right? It, it, indeed, it's a complex ministry, but the Lord, amen, has made it uh, uh, open. The, 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 the seal, amen, has has been has been broken. We can have insight. We have been invited. As long as we are journeying via the counsels and the principles of the kingdom, we will get to know. All right. And uh, yeah, so and if you're out there, you're part of this, and you want to have a copy of Amen the PowerPoint <clears throat> that we're using, you can you can reach out to me. Just ask uh, you like to have a copy of uh, uh, the manual, the PowerPoint. I'll make it available to you without charge, of course. So once again, thank you everyone tonight. God bless you. Uh, if you, if there's something you've heard that you 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 didn't quite get or you didn't understand, please send me a message. And if there's something you would like me to maybe expand on, send me a message. I may not, <clears throat> excuse me, I may not Im immediately respond, but I will certainly do respond to amen to your message. But really appreciate everyone tonight for joining. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful, blessed evening. Don't forget, a Friday we're gonna be having uh, their brother uh, uh, Nathan join us. Amen. Yeah, a, a brother that functions in the prophetic. We want to hear. We want to see. We want to. Amen. Also partake of his prophetic grace and gifting to the church, to the body. We believe God. Amen. That we will be able to connect. Amen. On Friday with him. Thank you so very much, everyone. Please don't forget to pray. Keep praying. Keep praying for me. Keep praying for uh, the, the walk. Amen. And of course, we believe God for great things. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Good night.